Shall we begin? All right, everybody, welcome back to a brand new episode of the Frankly Francisco podcast. Today, I'm back at it with a new guest. She is an up and coming personal trainer. Uh, she is a coach. She has her own website that you can go to um, to set up a session with her. Um, I'd like to introduce everybody to Nicole Hosang. How are we doing today, Nicole? We are well. Thank you so much for the intro. I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, of course. So let's just jump right into it. You are a personal trainer, correct? That's correct. So at what point in your life did you get the itch to make fitness everything for you? It's uh, It was a discovery that I could not be without it mm-hmm. when I was transitioning from high school to university. And uh, they have an option to fast track by taking uh, well, what is summer school courses in the middle of uh, each semester for high school. So I fast-tracked, I got ahead of the game with all the credits, and in the final year of high school, they put a lot of precedence on what it's going to signify when universities are looking at potential um, submissions. And, and so I thought, cut all the extracurricular activity, no movement, no sports, no nothing, just make it all academic, get it done. And it was the most challenging year. It was, I needed the balance, I needed the outlet, I needed the movement, and... Uh, I think it's something that helps me succeed when it comes to the academics. It mm-hmm. supported the ability to focus. And so I was, I was lacking in the focus and granted everything worked out, but um, I recognized the value in that last year of high school. So a lot of people don't realize focus is, is a big thing. And if you can't find it, it doesn't matter what you're doing. I mean, especially in the kind of profession that you're in, you have to be able to focus because if you can't, how are you going to teach somebody else if you don't have the discipline yourself to be able to do it? Um, so what got you into the actual training? When when did you start actually coaching people? How long did it take you to get to that point when you could say, I'm ready? This is something that I want to pass on to somebody. This is something I want to teach somebody to be fit, to be healthy, to take care of themselves. I would say that very year, that very last year of high school, I recognized the, the, ne- the necessity of what movement represented for me. I had to do a lot of introspection and I realized the movement piece, it was a, a physical health but it was a mental health. And um, I, I took on any project. My, my brother was like, hey, listen, I see you getting really into this fitness. Um, I started taking it home on breaks, uh, mm-hmm. on spares. My brother was like, he's younger than me, about four years. And uh, he's like, well, let me get in on this. Then my dad, and my dad was like, listen, I got to get back to, you know, what, what, it, what it was when I was at the, the, the highest version of myself. So he's like, let me, let me jump on this, what you and your brother are doing together. And so we had the treadmill in the basement and, you know, I got them in it and, and I wasn't certified at that point. I was just really sharing my passion. Um, and then university rolled around again, too busy to set up any extracurricular activities. I tried, it wasn't uh, in alignment with my, my academic schedule. So there was a gym that was uh, just completed in its um, development and it was brand new, pristine. This would have been 2005, 2006. And so I started going there um, in between classes and, uh, I met a gentleman who was studying to get his personal training certification. I did not know that was a thing. I, I was, I said, wow, like, tell me more, teach me. And in the midst of supporting him with his own learning, I took on some uh, one-on-one clients, people who were interested in, in potentially at the time losing body fat. But what I understood 
was a symbolic representation of leveling up, uh, arriving in a place where they were going to improve themselves on a holistic level. So, I mean, sometimes personal trainers get bad raps because either they're too aggressive, they're overly aggressive. You know, they make they they make TikTok videos about it, you know, making fun of it where, you know, <laughs> the trainer's smacking the food out of the guy's hand when he's he's eating like they're joking. But I mean, it, it does happen. You do have trainers who are overly aggressive. How do you find that balance to push somebody but make understand that they have only certain limits that they can reach, you know, without making them feel bad about you know, them only, let's say they only even do five pushups. Maybe they only do 10 pushups. How do you find that balance between being firm, but at the same time being understanding? I, I would say it has to do with how you treat yourself. I think it really comes down as a coach, the compassion and the um, attention to detail and the, the positive inner voice that you hear for yourself and your own uh, criticism, your own assessment is literally the same voice that you're using for other people. So uh, because of that truth, it requires us to get into this really uh, deep introspection and, and recognizing what it is that motivates us the best. For me, I, I've, I've always had a positive inner voice uh, with regards to what I was capable of. And so I kind of nurtured that uh, within myself. And I think that's a big part of what draws people towards me because I'm going to uplift them. Um, it's very, it's very, I'm blunt. I'm, I'm, I'm to the point. Um, but it's a positive reflection and it's coming from a place of love. And I think that's what people pick up on. It's a, it's a, it's a vibration, right? Like your, your vibe attracts your tribe. So people hear the, the energetic call of what kind of trainer you are and how you choose to communicate. And some people, because their own voice is very, uh, harsh, they'll probably be drawn to that style of communication. And you know, they don't have anything, um, potentially to compare it to uh, until they've experienced it that might be their preferred style of communication, you know? So it's personal. Yeah. It's very personal. So now let me ask you this. You're, you're a trainer. Okay. Not, I'm not going to say female trainer. You are a fitness trainer. Okay. But you, but you know, there is, you know, there's going to be stigma around it. Have, what has been the, the, what has been your pain points when it's come to running your own small business? Cause that's what you're doing. You run a small business. What has been the hardest thing for you so far doing this? So far, I, I want to be honest. I, my first clients were, were male clients, right? I told you I started with my brother and my dad. Mm -hmm. When I got certified, my first few clients were male clients. And I think it has to do with that um, spectrum of masculine, feminine energy that I seem to I balance well. I have three younger brothers. I'm the eldest of four. And um, I've, I had to learn how to embrace the true essence of feminine energy. So I really do think it's, it's a, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a vibe. Really comes down to a vibe. And I think, um, the, the biggest obstacle that I faced in, in terms of the stigma was when gyms closed recently, um, 2020. And, and it was like, oh, so you're a personal trainer. So how are we going to do this? You know, where are we going to meet up? And how are you going to take me through the, the movements and the techniques and assess my form and uh, be critical in that, in that perspective? And, and you know what? Thankfully, I had a few years under my belt before that closure took place that I was able to modify my system so that I could do video coaching. And my existing clients who'd experienced the the one on one um, in person recognized the value was still there. It, they didn't they didn't skip a beat. We I mean we had a couple of days where I was like, how are we going to do this? And they were so open and so honest with their feedback. And once we switched over to video coaching, uh, I believe that was the turning point. I became a, a digital coach, you know, entrepreneur, and 
I was like, turn around, turn to the side, move your camera. Let's go. I need to see these angles. And, and I was giving the same cues and they were conditioned. They were conditioned to the cues. So they knew what to do when I talked about neutral spine, uh, when I talked about, about um, any sort of structural alignment, they already knew. So it was, it was a good intro for me uh, and on a positive note, obviously, you know, that, that little gray area in between had everybody like, Oh, what's next. But, but on a positive note, um, it definitely was a, a, a quick and aggressive learning curve that I'm grateful I went through and, and it really bolstered my confidence. So do you have a good mix of, of, uh, male, female, um, people training under you? I do now. I actually know what it's an ebb and flow. I, I think there was a, a hot minute where there was only females. And, um, I guess I think it has something to do with what you're, you're going through at a stage in your growth and development journey and, um, discovering what people are looking for in particular. I'm always a little, it's, it's a little bit over my head sometimes what's happening, what people are drawn into, cause I'm just going to be my authentic self every time. But, um, I adapted my coaching to focus a little bit more on the, the mental focus, the ability to find what drives us, um, the purpose work really, you know, people are drawn in like, oh, I need to eat healthier. I need to uh, align my actions with my thoughts. And if our thoughts are saying, you got to get healthier, you want to level up at work, then what are your actions doing? Are they in alignment with that? And so I've opened up this realm where it's not actually exercise focused. And uh, as a coach, it's, it's very, uh, it's very mental, spiritual fitness, if you will. And, and I think having done that, the, the male and female clients are, are far more balanced now. And I'm, I'm excited about that. I get to really play and stretch with my style of dialogue too. So it's fun. Well, that's a beautiful thing though. If you can find that balance and you can help people, cause you know, men have egos. We, we do. It, it, it's not, it, it's a natural thing. Sometimes we don't even realize it. Like some men just don't like taking direction from, from a female. They just don't, you know what I mean? And you know, the more we grow and, and the more now we, you know, men are able to express themselves a little bit more you know, those blockages are not as bad as they used to be because, you know, 20 years ago, you know, most guys are going to want to work with you. But it's a different era now. So it's a different way of doing things. And I'm glad your business is taking off the way it needs to take off. I'm glad your clientele is uh, building because you put that work in. And that's the point. It's not just about, you know, uh, you putting the work in. It's about your clients putting the work in as well, because, you know, you can coach them up all you want to. But if they're not going to put in the time to get themselves healthy mentally, physically, you know, there's no point. You can only do so much. So I think you finding that balance is a good thing because you un you understanding the mental side of what's going on as, as well as the physical side. That's right. That's right. 100% agree. And uh, we're just, we're all out here learning and growing. So I believe the further I go in my own journey and progress, I recognize um, the types of people that are going to show up are um, anyone who's going through something that I have experienced up until now, right? And so it's like, can I can I support you? How can I how can I help you? And it would be somebody who's saying, hey, I just came upon this new obstacle, and I said, I can say, I can speak into my own experience and and recognize, you know what? That's familiar to me. I can support you here. So let me ask you a question. Now, does the fitness trainer have a fitness trainer? Absolutely, absolutely. That's okay. I definitely dabbled in different you know sport and extracurricular activities like I was saying with school so I've always had some sort of a coach instructor influence in my life and the highest value like so much respect for these individuals because they've guided my uh, natural desire to to be you know to step into my leadership and and to and to be confident there it takes being in that in that position as a client to to really embrace 
um, what the client might actually be going through, you know, and to speak into that, like, oh, you know, I remember when my coach told me this, I, I reacted this way. So I totally understand where you're coming from. And so I definitely competed um, on stage as a physique athlete in uh, two, 2013 for the first time. Um, before that, there were a couple uh, sort of model uh, competitions. It was, it was not the high level uh, physique athlete uh that I'm, that I'm used to that, that kind of a demand. It was a little bit greater in 2013. And, uh, I had a coach take me through that. I had, I had a coach take me through every tier of growth, um, on a physical, and now I even have a business coach. So, so yeah, it's necessary. I, I believe everyone should have a coach and get that objective, uh, professional insight from someone who, who's been there, done that, and they can speak into it for you with, with love, with love. <laughs> Well, yeah. I mean, you got to have a mentor no matter what, you know, you can't do, listen, there's some people who let their pride get in the way of learning. You know, when you're in, especially like this in the podcast game too, like people jump on and they, there's other people you can learn from. They just don't want to. Like I'm one of these people, I will pick the brain of people who's been doing this longer than me to understand the ebbs and flow of, of podcasting. It's the same thing with any other type of business. Um, for, for you, you have a website. Break down to me and my audience what can people find on your website? On the website, they're going to find, uh, first and foremost, the testimonials are huge. I think it's really nice to get uh, an opportunity to experience through someone else's communication style what the what getting coached is like through um, my my style, my my type of intuitive, positive. You know, I've I've spoken into my experience, and I can be empathetic to the uh, to what you're going through. And with the testimonials, it's written and video. So for those of us who are interested in getting a little bit stronger personality, um, there'll be a brief description on what the program entails and what kind of results you can get. For the most part, once you decide to move to the next tier, you're going to get a phone call from me. So there's access to uh, a phone contact booking your appointment with me personally. And that way, what's nice is you get a chance to meet your coach uh, over the phone, feel out vibes again. It's really, I know that that's a big part of uh, the commitment when people are challenged by uh, taking action there's always the thoughts of what might come in the way like how am I going to know and they have questions and I, I think it's nice to have um, the dialogue with your coach uh, to start things off and then um, and then we go from there it's really simple there's some photos there's some imagery as well of, of me and um, a little bit of some backstory a little personal story on what I've experienced to lead me into this position and uh, yeah we keep it keep it nice and concise pretty colors. <laughs> so let me ask, let me ask you this. So if you in the area that you're in, right, let's say somebody like me, I live in, in South Carolina. Mm -hmm. Okay. What area do you, what area do you live in? I am in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Okay. So you're in Canada. So let's say I'm in South Carolina and I look at your, your website and I go, Oh man, I want her as a coach, but I'm not in Canada. Are you willing to do sessions online with these people? Absolutely. Absolutely. Currently, because of the ability to open up digitally um, in 2020, I now have a clientele in Portugal. I have clientele in Belgium. I started coaching. I think my first client um, when I opened up digitally was uh, based in New York. And uh, yeah, it really changed the game. I, To be fair, I didn't know I the access, the reach was going to be so broad. I'm so grateful. It's been like a crazy discovery. And I'm just, I'm really happy to be able to share my passion and the gift of supporting people achieve their own personal goals. So broad, so, so vast in the reach. And um, yeah, South Carolina, no problem at all. Like, let's go. 
Miss Worldwide over here now. Yeah. That's good right. though. I mean, just having just being able to have the ability to teach people in different countries is it's, it's spectacular because you know, some people don't don't get the opportunity, you know, and you're getting the opportunity. And then who knows, you can travel, you know, when you travel and you, you might hold seminars or sessions somewhere when you go out of town. It it becomes it becomes one of those things where it can snowball. You know, eventually you might want to do workout tapes and start selling those as well. You know, have your own routine down. There's a plethora of things you can do within the exercise uh, genre and exercise business out there. So what kind of motivation would you give somebody that's struggling? Like, you know, and then, you know, a lot of the trainers that go, well, there's everybody has excuses, but legitimately some people can't go to the gym. Like you just physically can't go to the gym. Like me with my schedule, I don't have time to go to the gym. I work two jobs. I come home, do the dad thing. Like I really, I'm up at 5.30 in the morning every day, out the door by 6.30. I literally have no, I physically have no time to go to the gym. So for somebody like me, what kind of advice would you give if I wanted to start, you know, uh, besides the, the, the dieting, besides eating healthy, but physically, what type of stuff could I do to help, you know, um, exercise a bit, even though I can't leave? Right. Yeah, that's a great question. And it's funny that you say that the way you describe the 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 hustle, the 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 you got a lot of responsibilities and commitments, and they are high precedence, right? Like we're not putting them on the back burner. It's not an option. And uh, I can appreciate that firsthand. The the number one thing that changed the game for me was waking up earlier because I recognized I need more time. It, it was really challenging to to get it all, to fit it all in. I need more time. And so I just say, hey, what can we do? We can wake up earlier. So I would give myself an hour to start. Like that was the first step. I, I woke up an hour earlier because right away I could guarantee more could be done in that time. And it did mean I had to tailor my bedtime a little bit, you know, because I didn't want to wake up an hour earlier and be less productive. So I had to tailor my bedtime, but I really did look at what it's going to be, what it's going to mean to be successful and maybe even just check out somebody who's doing it, someone who's there, like they're, they're, they're doing the dad hustle. They're doing the, you know, more than one job at a time. And they're, they're working online, seeing someone who, who's actually making it happen. I think that's what I'm bringing to the table in the conversations. I'm saying it can be done. Let's look at who's doing it. Let's look at, let's bridge the gap between where you are and where you want to be. And that's what a coach does. That's what a good coach does. They're showing you that the goal is attainable. And we're supporting you on taking those next appropriate steps. So yeah, start there. Wake up one hour earlier and then you can do whatever you want. You can cook, whatever, whatever you want to do. I mean, don't wake the kids up, but like, you know. <laughs> so what is, so a lot of uh a lot of uh, trainers have a specific uh they have a specific routine. Like what are you most proficient in? Like some guys teach CrossFit, some people teach cardio, some people charge uh weightlifting. What is your specific thing, or do you find a com do you have a combination of several things that you that you do for a full body workout? Uh, I would say my my specialty. I'm most proficient in resistance and weight training. Um, I spent most of my years in that in that space. Um, definitely, the, it's the dialogue I'm recognizing. A lot of the the individuals I've coached in the past have shared has been the impact for them because. They would they would sign up and say, well, please don't don't make me do burpees, you know, and I'm like, it's OK, I we can get there without the burpees. But but I recognize I speak through I speak through that, you know, 45 to 60 minute window and it's connecting the dots for them. I didn't know there was a component in there where I was speaking their truths. They didn't tell me these insights, but I was I was dropping some gems and they're like, whoa, you know, that actually directly applies to my existing situation. 
And I thought, wow, is this like some psyche coming through? Like what is happening? And so I recognize it's a dialogue because I'm speaking into the mindset and I'm connecting the dots between how you move and, and what you can improve on, on a holistic level. You know, if you're not going the full range with your, with your motion, where else are you not going full range? You know, if the flexibility needs to be improved, where else are you, you know, going to benefit from being more, more dynamic in your lifestyle? And so it turned on, it turned into the dialogue um, being the most impactful. And then the weight training, the resistance training, I think is what supported potentially the distraction for the person who's doing the activity. I think they surrendered to the truth and the insights coming through because they were in motion. Because you're too focused on something else. And that's another detail when we talk about focus. When your attention is put somewhere else, like an athlete chewing gum, you know, they got something else going consistently. And then when another stimulus comes in, it, it's it's loud and clear. It's razor sharp. So so yeah, you're gonna you're gonna experience on a physical level the the weight training. You know, it's it's dumbbells, it's uh it's uh, barbells, and uh, you know a, a little bit of a light load to move around so you can train your body but it's going to be what you hear and um, how you're assessing yourself and, and where there's room for improvement. That's really going to change the game. And I think that's the bridge between me offering uh, the physical training and then the mindset coaching that gets people the most success. Now, have you ever had a client who tried to quit on you, but you've, you, I mean, you got in their ear you got them motivated to come back. Cause I know what happens. I mean, you have people that want to train with you, then they feel like they can't do it and they they quit. Has that ever happened to you to that point where you've had to reel them back in and let them know, listen, you can do this? Absolutely has. It has. And it's interesting that you asked that because what uh, a lot of the sort of trauma response, I believe, with any sort of hardship is avoidance. And it'll be like, oh, this is getting really challenging. I'm going to just hide out for, for you know a few weeks. Like, let me just don't put me in on the call don't don't check up on me i'll just like come back when i'm feeling better and i think unfortunately you know it's the support you came for right it's a support we we want out of the coach so i just had to make sure that they understood that i'm looking out for you and this is not supposed to be um you know a criticism you know we're not we're not criticizing character it's just recognizing that you're you're your own uh you're hardest on yourself right your yeah. own personal voice your own worst critic so I'm here to balance that, to support you with, it's okay to have a hard time and it's okay uh, to recognize that this segment of the journey isn't as easy as you thought, or it's not as smooth um, as you want it to be. And that I'm going to be here regardless. You know what I mean? And it's an investment of time and energy and it's a relationship. That's a big factor, right? If this is, if this is something you want to nurture, it's like a relationship. Um, we can't just go MIA, you know, just because it's getting rough, right? It's a relationship. And so I think what I've done is I've supported them with recognizing that on a core value level that let's treat this like a relationship and, and have communication. If uh, Do you need a holiday? Do you need to take some time off? Let's plan it in, you know? It doesn't have to feel like it's out of alignment. Let's integrate it and make it feel um, like you're at peace with your decision and we could both agree on it, you know? So what I find the most fascinating and what I what I respect the most about you is, is that not only is you're not so much worried about them committing because you can you can help them with that. But it's the commitment you have to them, because I, I from what I found from a lot of these trainers, if you're not committed to them, they don't want to help you. They're, they put the onus on you, strictly you. 
but you find a and I, I respect the hell out of you for that because you find a balance to commit to them too. It's just not a it's not a one way street. And a lot of these trainers, and I've seen this firsthand. A lot of these trainers, you have to be committed to them. You have to be willing to put the work in. But there's no balance there. They're not helping you. They're not they're not motivating you to come back. They're not trying to fit stuff around your schedule to try to help you be the best of you, the best version of yourself. So I, I congratulate you on that. That's that's amazing. Um, but moving forward for you, what what is the next big thing for you? What are you working on right now? What is something that you have out there that you want to let people know about? I want to thank you so much for what you just shared. I think that's huge because it really isn't about me. It's it's a it's a bigger it's a it's a bigger goal. And once we recognize our purpose work, that's what drives us. And it's it's not it, it's so vast. It's it's you know it's I want to say universal. You know, it's not global. It's universal. It's galactical. So when we get to that level. Uh, we can't be taking things personally, you know, it's about helping the bigger, it's a bigger picture. And and I would say for the, the next level, I definitely want to be able to uh, support more individuals and, and get out there. Um, as someone suggested that I, that I make an app and I thought that was a great idea. I said, wow, you know what, if I could do this kind of video dialogue and just reach people with more convenience, just make it more convenient for people and like you described right you said like it's hard we can't like leaving home um a, a client once told me she was slouching in her chair at work and, and she heard my voice in her head she said i heard your voice and i sat up straight <laughs> and she's just like you know that that to me that was like it meant so much more than what she said it meant it's like i was i was with her even when i wasn't with her you know yeah Another person told me, she said, I love your energy, Nicole. She's like, I just want to take you and just put you in my pocket. And if I ever need to, like, you know, get get my energy high, I'll just take you out. And I said, wow, these are, I'm so honored that that's how it's coming across. Because obviously, I don't see myself in quite the way that, you know, other people see me. And I think those are such high compliments. I literally want to do that. I literally want to do that. I don't want it to be a figurative um, reference. I want to be like, I can be with you when I'm not with you. I could be in your pocket, you know, yeah, <laughs> when yeah. you want some energy, when you want that check-in with a positive vibe that, you know, has good intention and is just about you being the best version of yourself. Let's do it. Let's, let's go. The best part about this is, is they're not just a number for you. And, and, and I think sometimes people forget, like they, they have so many clients and we tend to sometimes tend to forget, you know, who our clients are sometimes like I'm in the financial world. Like I can't afford to forget my clients. That that's a no, no, because when you're dealing with people, you need to build those relationships, those long lasting relationships, because it keeps them coming back. It's the same thing in the fitness world. You need to build those long lasting relationships because reputation is everything when it comes to that. If a client says, man, it's not working for me. She's not doing this. She's not doing that. That's not good for business. But you don't do that. You build those lasting relationships with your clients. Do you specifically have a gym or do you work from home or do you like lease a spot within the gym as a personal trainer? Uh, the last two, I work from home and I lease a spot so that I can go and see people face to face. So as of right now, I don't have any, uh, consistent face to face schedule. Um, I did recently invite one of my, um, community members. I call the program intuition because it supports listening to your inner guide, your inner desire and staying in alignment with that, surrendering to it without fear, without saying, ah, tomorrow, you know, when you get that thought just action it right away. And so I called it intuition and my intuition member, he's like, we, we should connect. We should meet up. His name's Sean. And uh, I said, Sean, 
let's go. I got the space. Here's the address. When did you want to meet up? Like what day works? And we made it happen. We made it happen. It was a beautiful connection. We already vibed, you know, cause, cause we're interacting online and, uh, it was, it was amazing. He's actually uh, in the podcast space as well. So oh, I was, nice. it's very interesting to be, I mean, there's a sign and signal there <laughs> with the podcast energy overlapping. I'm like, okay, I'm hearing, I'm hearing something. Uh, so yeah, he, he came through, we did an amazing workout together. Uh, just kind of bounced off, you know, each other's good energy. And uh, he loved it. He shared it on his account. We took a selfie and he's just like, oh my gosh, I just did this. And man, that nothing tops that kind of connection. It's like, it's like we chose each other. You know, when you, yeah. cho when you choose someone, yeah, like yeah. I want you to be around all the time. And, and we got to see each other face to face. It was, it was magical. And so, yeah, I would love to, to nurture more of those. And I did do a couple seminars actually, um, you mentioned, and, uh, they were great. They were in Toronto. So the idea of having more people connect, um, on a, on a single day, maybe hosting a group workout or some type of talk, uh, would be beautiful. I'd love to line some of those up and make a consistent schedule. Yeah. So listen, you are awesome. I love the energy. Um, I'm happy you came on. It's you're, you're full of life. You're full. You're ready to go. You're you're willing to help people, and, and that's something that's missing. You know, in, in the world today, people are not really willing to help people like they used to. It's it's all microwave generation and get in, get out, get it done. But you put that effort in to get to know people. You put that effort in to try to make people healthier, not just physically but mentally as well. And I salute you for that. Let everybody know where they can find you. Um, let them know your your handles, your tags, uh, where they can find um, you know, you. Yes. Yes. Thank you so much for your kind words. I appreciate, I, I feel seen like you're recognizing something inside that, you know, I've been trying to get out for a long time. So I just want to thank you so much. Um, I appreciate the love. I can feel it. I can feel it. You know, we're not in the same room, but I can feel it. And, uh, right now I'm heavy on Instagram. It's Nicole Hosang fitness. Um, no hyphen, all one word. N I C O L E H O S A N G fitness. And I'm posting right now, every update, all the places you can reach me through that one app. Um, and I hope at some point um, I can, I can stretch that a little bit or maybe have another connect. But for now, Instagram is the hotspot. And when you, when you check that out, you're going to see links. You're going to see the YouTube links. You're going to see the Facebook links. You're going to see the website links, the seminar dates, the locations, it's all there. Um, so yeah, just use it as like that, uh, that foundational source and then everything else is going to be connected to it. So I appreciate you coming on the show. It's been a fantastic conversation. We'll have you back again at some point. Um, I, I love wanna, that. Yeah, yeah, of course. I want to leave everybody with this, which I always leave at the end of every show. No matter what anybody tells you, if you found your purpose, live it. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. We'll talk to you later.